Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome back to another episode of Sky Women Podcast. Today, I have one of our very own, Dr. Josie Duncan, our pelvic floor physical therapist. And welcome. Hello. Thanks. Yes. Thanks for joining me today. I kind of grabbed her from the hall and was like, hey, let's record something. And you might say, goodness, like how many times are we going to talk about the pelvic floor? The pelvic floor (laughs) is so important, is it not? So important. There's so many different aspects. Like it's it's impossible to encompass everything even when sit down. So it's a lot. (laughs) Yes. And I think that with each pelvic floor physical therapist that we've talked to, we kind of get a different angle, a different idea of the pelvic floor. And I don't know how many times I've given women instructions and they're like, yeah, but exactly how do I engage the pelvic floor? So kind of explain to us, like pelvic floor physical therapy, some people don't really understand it. So how is it different than osteopathic treatment that I'm doing or somebody going to see a chiropractor or regular physical therapist rather? How is pelvic floor physical therapy truly different? Well, pelvic floor physical therapy focuses on the pelvic floor. Surprise! (laughs) Most of the time, If you do go to a doctor, they might touch your pelvic floor, but rarely are they assessing your pelvic floor. Rarely is a chiropractor assessing the musculature at the bottom of your pelvis, which is your pelvic floor. So that's how we are different because that's what we focus on. We are looking at that, that group of muscles and looking at the function or dysfunction of those muscles. Right. So the goal is to improve the strength and function to alleviate pain that or weakness or dysfunction that is originating from those pelvic floor muscles. Exactly. Okay. So the core abdominal muscles, your pelvic floor and your hips are all so connected and so key to having everything function properly. Correct. Exactly. So I describe patients, I, I describe this to patients as a can of soda. So your pelvic floor is the bottom of the can. Your diaphragm is the top. Your core is the sides of the can. Your back is also the sides of the can. So it works. Everything kind of connects together. So some people may be confused about why we might be working on your glute strength or your lower extremity flexibility because everything is connected. So while we do focus on the pelvic floor muscles, you can't forget the rest of the body as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not isolated. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just like I always say, treating the whole person, not Mm -hmm. the diagnosis. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So during the treatment, the thing that scares a lot of women is, oh my God, but aren't they going to do internal work? A small percentage of it is internal, but there's also a lot of external work. So talk to us about that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do do internal work. Most of the time, if I'm seeing it eval, I do it transvaginal ex- examination. So that is internal. And that is just the best, that's 
anatomically, that's the best way we're going to assess it. The strength of the muscles, the, the tone. Muscle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is possible to assess it externally and it's nothing to be worried about. It doesn't hurt. It's not painful. It's not like getting a pat smear or anything like that. It's not, there's no speculum there's involved. No, yeah. There's <laughs> nothing to worry about. It doesn't bother us. So you shouldn't be, you know, embarrassed or scared. Like we do this all the time. It's nothing. So we look at it just like another muscle. So if you went to PT at a regular PT clinic and we're there for your shoulder muscles, we're looking at the same, we're looking at the muscles the same way. They just happen to be at the bottom of your pelvis. So I would encourage anybody who is thinking about it to just go ahead and do it, not to be scared because we can assess it externally by looking at them. So some patients, they are contraindicated for us to go internal for a various various different reasons and we can access it externally, but we're not going to get the same information that we would internally. And so we want to give you the best care, the best treatment, the best information about what's going on. Okay. So that's why internal is important. Okay. Okay. But I would say that in the grand scheme of assessment and treatment, it's maybe 10%. Is that fair? Um, the internal assessment? I would give it a little bit more. Okay. Let's say 30%. Okay. But we're also looking like as a whole at the whole body. Right. So while that's our focus, because we are public PTs, I could do an internal exam, your first appointment. And then weeks later, we haven't done anything internal. So correct. Yeah. So okay. there's a lot more to it. Okay. So we talked about how public corpus therapy is concentrated on the pelvic floor muscles, the ligaments, and the connective tissues that all work together to support those pelvic organs. They're also important. They contribute to sexual arousal and orgasm, correct? Yes. And they assist in bladder control. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of important issues there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like those issues in particular get swept under the rug. Oh, that's just normal. Or that's just aging, right? Every, you know, it, it doesn't really get talked about to the degree that it needs to, because it is a normal part of aging that we see, but you don't have to suffer alone in pain. Right. I feel like for generations, women have been kind of just taught to just grin and bear it and just deal with it. And it's 2021. We don't have to do that anymore. So never just accept, you know, pain, never just accept whatever issues you have. There's something that you can do about it. And I think it's just a historical thing where it's like, this may seem like a new area of care, but women have had these issues for since the beginning of time. We're just they starting just, to pay attention to it, just right? starting to pay attention to them. So it's very good that we're starting to pay attention to them. I would definitely hope that things would get even better and they are seen as more important issues because it's not a life or death, you know, situation. You can go through your life and have pain with intercourse and just not have sex. You could, but why would you want to? Right. So, or let it drive yeah, a wedge in your relationship. Exactly, right? exactly. So now that you know that there's treatment for that, why not get that treatment? Absolutely. So let's talk about what issues it can actually help with, right? Okay. So we've got urinary incontinence we talked about, painful urination, bladder and having issues with bladder and bowel movement sometimes, constipation, yeah. right? Prolapse, endometriosis, 
vaginismus. So yes. that's tight vaginal muscle or muscles around the vagina. What else? What am Pubic I missing? synthesis, dysfunction, mm-hmm. SI dysfunction. Let's see. Pelvic instability in general. Yeah. And then postpartum and pregnancy issues. So like we work together a lot on that. Definitely postpartum and pregnancy issues for sure. Now, my understanding is that your love for pelvic PT came from your own pregnancy experience. Do you feel comfortable talking about that? Sure. I would consider myself to have had a pretty traumatic pregnancy in my eyes. Starting early in my second trimester, I started having excruciating pelvic pain. If I ever laid down, it would be like nine out of 10 pain. And so I had no idea what was going on. I told my doctor at the time and she was like, oh, it's normal. You're pregnant. And I'm like, okay, I don't think this is normal. But she'd never been pregnant before. I've never been (laughs) pregnant before, but I'm like, hmm. And I was strictly an orthopedic outpatient PT, but I also worked with someone who also did some pelvic floor. So I, I contacted her and asked her, you know, what, what are some things I can do to treat this? What are some exercises? And she helped me with that. So I became my first patient and I started doing those exercises and later on throughout my pregnancy and throughout my research and throughout my own treatment, I realized that I had pubic synthesis dysfunction. The symptoms were spot on. And I realized that if I had not treated myself, I probably would have ended up in a wheelchair by the end of my pregnancy. Granted, I didn't get have zero pain. So I still had pain throughout my pregnancy. But I was able to work up until a week before I delivered. So I think that was pretty good considering at night, there was times where I had to use a walker just to get out of bed and use the bathroom. I was always able to treat the pain though with the exercises that I was able to do. So I just thank God that I didn't settle for what the doctor told me because if I didn't have this background and if I was a typical person who was a PT... I would have just listened to the doctor and just been suffering the whole pregnancy. Right. And I think that this is a place that we really fail women and that pain and pregnancy may be common, but that doesn't mean it's normal. Exactly. And there are solutions. And I don't know how many times women present to my office for osteopathic treatment and they've been to the ER or they've even been admitted and had the serious things ruled out. They may be on narcotics and muscle relaxants. They may have gone to see the chiropractor. They may have gotten the massage and nothing is helping them. And sometimes it is acute and I'm able to treat them in two or three visits. They're on their way, happy. I never see them again. And sometimes they're like, I can't live without you. Let's continue this relationship. And I see them through postpartum, right? I think it just is really unique to whatever the cause of the pain is, but we do have to normalize that you don't have to suffer in pain alone. There are so many solutions, which is why we have pelvic floor physical therapy in our office. (laughs) And there's so many symptoms when it comes to pregnancy. Why allow, you know, pain or pelvic issues be one of them when they could be ruled out or treated. Mm. So yeah, good point. Cause you're going to have reflux. And yeah. You're going to have these other things. <laughs> swelling of your legs. necessarily <laughs> do a whole yeah. lot about. So why not try to treat what you can to have the most comfortable pregnancy that you can, because being pregnant is typically not comfortable anyway. So if you can make it as comfortable as possible, why not do that? 
Uh, I feel like high-fiving you right now because I <laughs> love, I, I want women to have a joyful pregnancy, right? I want them to enjoy their pregnancy and to experience their newborn on their own terms. And so often, I mean, I have a patient who is a heavyweight lifter. <laughs> I have a, I too. I a too. number of patients who are very active in yes. their life, very active with their children mm-hmm. and their family, and they want to continue doing those exactly. things. They don't want to tamper their activities and sit at home in pain, right? It's funny you say that because I actually have a patient who looks pretty heavy as well. And she's like 39 weeks and still doing like a lot of heavy lifting and working out. But I had been seeing her since her second trimester. Right. So she has built up a lot of strength and stability and she's able to continue doing those things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to hear from a pelvic floor physical therapist. How do you kegel? How do I kegel? Uh, <laughs> how do you teach? Not you personally. Okay. How do you teach patients to kegel? Because I that, think patients understand that they need to work their pelvic floor. Yes. Okay. But it seems a little mysterious. And how do you engage that muscle, especially yeah. for us who are a little less coordinated? Yes. And before I go into this, I just want to emphasize that pelvic floor is not all about kegeling. Or yes. And or not everyone. Contracting. Yes. The pelvic floor because I think that's what most people think they yes. just think like oh I just need to be strong I need to be tight yes but if for instance if you're pregnant your baby has to pass through there right so if your pelvic floor is too tight or mm-hmm. hypertonic mm-hmm. you're gonna have you might have some issues so right. not everybody should just kegel 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 yes and but, if there's pain a lot of times we yes. need to lengthen those muscles exactly. we don't need to strengthen those exactly. muscles so yes. you could be hurting yourself if yes you are trying to okay. by just doing that okay anyways. i love that you i love you that you brought that up <laughs> but anyways i would say trying to get someone to have a pelvic floor contraction which is another kegel is another word for that is one of the hardest parts of my job so once you're able to do that, we can definitely do a lot of things, but just trying to get the brain body connection is very difficult sometimes. And that's where we, sometimes we'd have to use biofeedback, typically manual biofeedback. That's where we'd have to try to engage other muscles to try to get you to wake that up. In more difficult cases, we might have to use electrical stimulation to try to wake the muscle up and have you be able to connect your brain to that muscle. Because it's not like a bicep where I can tell you, bend your elbow. And you can see the flexion. You can see the flexion. You can see that's easy, like activate your bicep, bend your elbow. But the pelvic floor, there's nothing I can tell you to do except specific cues that we've learned through experience that help patients. So... It's a lot of kind of like coaching you through it, feeling it, giving you that feedback like, hey, I don't feel you, you know, on my finger. I don't feel you tightening up, trying to give you that. You're squeezing your butt. You're not squeezing. Yeah. (laughs) So it's very challenging. It's very challenging to get it. But once you do get it, we can do a whole lot more. Yeah. I I mean, your pelvic floor it gets tired. It does get tired. It gets too. tired. So, and then even <laughs> like, so patients who aren't able to have that connected brain body connection, we're just working on step one, contracting and having control over it. After so much practice, you may, it might be, it might be over and we might have to move on to something else. Cause you do get tired. You do have to build up that endurance. And a lot of times that's one of our goals with patients. So 
It's tricky. It is tricky. So I think that trusting your pelvic floor physical therapist is, is really key mm-hmm. and just bringing more awareness mm-hmm. to our OB-GYN community and midwife community that pelvic floor, you know, just normalizing pelvic floor yeah. physical therapy and utilizing yeah. the services in the U S is so important. Right. So. Cause in other places like mm-hmm. Europe, it's like automatic standard of care. Yeah. <laughs> public floor physical therapy so here it's like so many people don't even know what it is some people don't know what physical therapy is Mm. which is unfortunate but hopefully that will change in the future well I think it's already made huge progress so when we moved back to Fort Worth seven years ago now there was like one big game in town right and now we have so many public floor physical therapists in Fort Worth alone that I'm just I'm truly impressed I think yeah. that it's really it is strides. it's definitely making yeah. strides so okay so I want to talk about when the pelvic floor is too tight okay and when you have to use vaginal dilators okay. talk to us about some of those scenarios and what that might look like Okay. So a scenario might be is we, we have worked on trying to relax the pelvic floor. We've done relaxation exercises. I manually try to stretch and relax you myself. And if we don't see the progress that we want to see within the time that we've tried those things, it may be time for you to get a dilator. And so, and that instance, you would purchase a dilator. One now of this, issues. I'm sorry. This is for somebody who has like hypertonic tight muscles. So okay. So having pain tight. with intercourse, so everything feels like it's tightening mm-hmm. up or can't have intercourse, can't insert yes. a tampon, things like that. Things okay. like that. Yeah. And so at that point we would purchase a dilator and try to use it that way to try to stretch and lengthen the muscles. So just training the pelvic floor in a different way. Yes. Sometimes we're too tight and sometimes they have forgotten how to contract. Yes. And (laughs) in terms of weakness, you can be weak and tight. So some people are like, oh, well, if I'm tight, then I'm strong. Like, no. If you are in a cast, say you have a cast down your arm and it's bent and your bicep is bent for however many months. You take out that when you take that cast off, your bicep is tight, but it's also atrophied and weak. Oh, so that's just a good analogy. So just like your pelvic floor, you can be tight and hypertonic, but also weak. Mm. So that's complex to where we need to stretch and then work on strengthening. So once we're able to lengthen and do everything that we need to do with the dilator, then we might go ahead and work on strengthening at that point and get your muscle working efficiently. I love it. Cause I think I, I love it. The pelvic floor is so much more complex than we give it credit for. So or, complex. Yeah. And I think that patients see good success rates. They enjoy improved quality of life when they truly engage with their pelvic floor physical therapist. There is a level of trust there. And consistency. And consistency. It's not a night and day thing, unfortunately. Right. So I'll give a perfect example. Before you guys joined me, I had a patient who came to see me eight months postpartum and she swore that she had pelvic organ prolapse, that something was falling out of her vagina because every day she had intense pelvic pressure, eight months postpartum. And I did a full assessment. She had no prolapse. I gave her instructions for mus- for exercises for her core, mm-hmm. her abdominal core, mm-hmm. for her hips and for her pelvic 
floor that included completely relaxing that pelvic floor and contracting. Mm -hmm. She did them consistently for 30 days. And when we checked back in, Uh it had gone away. Her symptoms? Her symptoms had gone away. See? Now, thank God it wasn't anything more complex. Now that I have pelvic floor physical therapy, I can send (laughs) her over to you guys. (laughs) But she did the exercises. She Mm -hmm. was consistent. And I was floored because most of the time patients aren't that consistent. Consistency is key. If you if yeah. you've been seeing a pelvic floor therapist for a while and you're not seeing the progress that you would have hoped to see, ask yourself, check in with yourself. Am I doing everything I'm supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. Because it does take you. We guide you, but really you're kind of your own therapist. Well, well, it's like going to the gym. You can get a trainer, but you're not gonna get a six-pack just by using your trainer, right? You right. still gotta eat right and, and do your part. Right. That's why it's <laughs> called therapy. Therapy is not a one-time thing. It's therapeutic. It takes time, Mm -hmm. time and consistency, time and consistency. All right. Well, we are so thrilled to have you at Sky. Uh, I am happy to be here. (laughs) I love it here. So thanks for having us. Yes. And thank you for joining us today to talk about the pelvic floor. Until next time, be well. Until next time. All right, Sky community, thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.